Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And we're back. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping, the rebirth. You've arrived at your destination. During this episode, I want you guys to be conscious of two things. One, is your heart open? And two, are you breathing? I've realized lately, like I'll be driving in my car or I'll be working at my desk, doing whatever, and I'll be like, holy shit, I am not breathing right now. My heart is not open right now. Where am I? Where is my true essence? So during this episode, I want you guys to just take this as a little challenge to allow yourself to be consciously aware of your breath and just make sure you're breathing through this because I feel like our breath is the key to, first of all, handling our nervous system and taking control of our anxiety. And number two, it helps our ability to absorb things and there's going to be a lot of information being thrown your way today. So I want to make sure that our heart is open and our souls are open through the presence and form of our breath. This episode, episode number two, Soul in Progress Relationship Edition, is all about communication. I don't think we could do a relationship series without getting into communication because it is the number one thing, I think, honestly, that impedes us from connecting deeper to other people because we have the feelings, we have the heart, we have the love for that person, but a lot of us, including myself, lack the skills and the ability to communicate. And this is the way that I, person A, with my own set of beliefs, upbringing, triggers, me, person A, is going to connect with person B, who has their own set of upbringing, triggers, things that affect them, and influences in their life. The only way that we are going to be able to connect our two separate bodies, souls, and minds is through communication. 
So that is the why. This is why I'm talking about this today because it is so fucking important. And I have learned so fucking much over the last couple years about communication. I'm Kayla Rose. Welcome back to Skinny Dipping, Soul in Progress, mini episode edition. And let's strip down and dive in. Okay, a little bit about me. I have been in a relationship, a serious relationship for about five years now. We broke up for like nine months and we've been back together for like three years. When it comes to communication and mature, compassionate communication, I have had to learn a lot because when I started my serious relationship, I was a baby. I was literally like 17 or 18 or something like that. Like I was a literal child whose inner child and whose inner teenager was not happy and who liked to throw tantrums and did not know how to communicate my needs, did not know how to have empathetic communication. So I have learned so fucking much in the last couple years and that is why I wanted to share these things that I've learned with you guys. You can use this in literally any type of relationship, romantic, platonic, familial, whatever kind of relationship, your relationship with yourself. You can even use these communication skills to communicate to yourself your ego, your soul, your mind, they're all communicating all the time. So communication skills are so important for our relationships with others and with ourselves. I hope this sparks some ideas. I hope it sparks some downloads inside of you because communication is something that we all experience every single day and we need to fucking talk about it and open up the conversation. Okay, so we kind of already got into the why. Why is communication so important? I love to start with the why because if we don't know the why, then why the fuck are we here? Why would we be opening up this conversation around communication? And it's because it affects our lives daily and it allows us to create deeper connections with other people that we care about. And sometimes we care so much about somebody, but our communication doesn't show that. Our communication doesn't show empathy. It doesn't show compassion. So that's what we are going to be talking about today is how we can create communication with compassion. And a lot of these things that I've learned over the past couple years, I've learned from my therapist. And first of all, I just want to give her a fucking shout out. Donza Doss, she has a book called Unlocking the Communication Codes. So she's a fucking genius at this shit. She's a master of communication and has completely transformed my own relationship She doesn't even know that I'm shouting this out right now, but shameless plug, you guys should literally buy her book. I'll put it on the Instagram because her book, Unlocking the Communication Codes, that just like flies off the tongue so beautifully, Unlocking the Communication Codes. But seriously, it has all this stuff and more, so much more that I'm going to talk about today. And I feel like if you are interested in diving further into compassionate communication, you need to get this book. So I'll make sure to link it and give it to you guys, but let's get into the episode and just talk about the things I've learned from her and from my experience in a long-term relationship, as well as within my friendships, I've really had to learn communication and ways to communicate and ways to connect with my friendships better. And, and, And my parents, I've completely transcended my communication with my parents because we would fight all the time because of communication. We would get lost in translation, which happens for so many of us. And I literally cannot remember the last time I got into a scrap with my family, maybe like six months ago or something like that. And that's honestly amazing because the closest people in our life tend to trigger us the most. And that's just being human and it's totally okay. But also we want to make sure we can have healthy relationships in our life. And that is why communication is so important. That is our why. So let's fucking get into it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life can be overwhelming, and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can really help figure out what's causing the stress in your life. And I think we really do associate burnout with work and our activities, but really our relationships can cause burnout because they consume and demand so much physical, mental, and emotional energy. In my experience, like going to therapy has completely transcended all of my relationships. And I talk about that in this episode. I think when we allow ourselves to heal deeper and strengthen our connection with ourselves through getting to know ourselves, our other relationships in our life strengthen and we don't feel so burnt out by them. We don't feel like they're so taxing when we pour energy into ourselves first. Honestly, I don't think me and my boyfriend would still be together if I didn't start therapy. And if he didn't start therapy, we're both in therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Skinny Dipping listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash skinny dipping. I mean, there's no harm in just trying it out and seeing if it's for you. Let's get back to the episode. What do we need to know about communication? I'm going to pull out my notes because over this last week, I've been thinking about my communication and my life. I've been like, okay, what can I take from this? What can I write down? What can I share? So I've been making a lot of notes like in my notes app and in my journal and I compiled it. So we're going to go, we're going to go through all the things. Okay. So I just wanted to, first of all, give us a basis of compassionate communication. The thing that a lot of us lack is being able to express our needs. And then our partner or our friend or our family member doesn't meet our needs, but our needs were never expressed and people can't read your fucking mind. I'm sorry, I wish they could. I wish we just all knew how to meet each other's needs effortlessly. But unfortunately, that is not how the world works. So to have our needs met, we must use communication and this will strengthen our bonds create vulnerability in our relationships and really just transcend the way that we connect with each other so express your needs this is the number one thing that you need to know with communication knowing how to express your needs in a compassionate and in in a way that's not demanding or in a way that's not judgmental or making the other person feel wrong or feel bad for not being able to meet their needs before they knew how to meet your needs. Um, We need to be able to communicate it in a way that's compassionate and understanding and allowing room for growth in the way that we request our needs to be met. We need to be solution-based and allow room for growth. I'm just going to go over, this is like a classic technique that people use in the communication world. So I'm going to run it through for you so that you guys can know how to communicate your needs to your partner, your friend, your family member. I know with family, it's like kind of hard because they're not always going to listen to you. You can't always communicate your needs, but when you can use this technique, use it. And I learned this from therapy and you can definitely see information like this in Don's book. So literally it's so good. Unlocking the communication codes. Okay, first, you want to talk about what you observe. 
what I'm seeing, what I'm observing is, and then you talk about the action of the other person. What I'm seeing and what I'm observing is, is that you're not consciously making time for me. Example one. Okay, number two is say how you feel. I feel sad. I feel sad. How does that make you feel when somebody doesn't make conscious time for you? I feel sad. Make sure that you are taking ownership for your feelings. You're saying, I feel this, not you're making me feel this because that's going to make that person feel attacked. It's not going to work out. You don't want to blame and place blame of your emotions on other people. So it's one, observe. I see and I notice that you're making more time for your friends than you are for me. Number two, and that makes me feel sad. Number three, because, because I have a need for blank. State your need in this moment. Number three, because I have a need for quality time because that's my love language. Okay, so number one, going back, we observe what we see. Number two, we state what we feel. Number three, we state our need. And number four, we request. Solution-based, guys. We want to be solution-based. And then you say, would you consider maybe... And then you put in your request for what you want to see in your relationship. So would you consider asking me out for a date night once a week or something like that? So to go back, guys, state what you observe, state what you feel, state your need, and then request what you want to see be different, basically. Expressing our needs in a compassionate and empathetic way is so important. And receiving it on the other side is just as important. So it's the same thing when we communicate. You want to like repeat back to the person what they say. If I'm on the other side, if I'm the friend on the other side, I would be like, oh, I hear you. And it, and it seems like maybe that this is making you feel insecure. And I just wanted to let you know, like, I understand that. And that's so tough. I really wasn't even thinking about that. And thank you for communicating that with me. Make sure you repeat back to them what they were feeling or what they were observing so that they can make sure that They hear you, and this will work in any single situation with communication. Repeating back to the person what they said is so helpful because you're acknowledging that you hear them and you understand them and you guys are on the same page. And you might repeat something back to someone and then they're going to be like, oh no, that's not actually what I meant. And you guys can kind of try to communicate and figure things out in order to, boom, understand each other. That is the fucking point of communication is to truly understand understand each other and that's where we all get fucking lost in translation is because we have our own sides we have our own perspectives and we want to be right and we don't want to be made wrong and we're trying to understand each other i struggle with this so much guys you have no fucking idea the only reason i'm making this episode is because i was like other people need to hear this because i suck at communication sometimes in my relationships, in my friendships, in my communication with myself and communicating my needs to myself, like I'm not very good at it. And that's why I'm like, I need to talk about it because we all need a little bit of guidance and a little bit of a reminder to be like, this is a structure that you can take on. And these are tools and skills that you can use and you can pull out of your pocket and any time and be like, hey, I have this go-to when I feel overwhelmed or I feel anxious by communication where when I feel like things are lost in translation, I have this toolbox that I can go into and I can grab the tools that I know fucking work. So going back, guys, state your needs. If you're the one receiving the needs or receiving the feedback, acknowledge the person and make them feel heard and seen and empathize with them. This is so fucking important. 
empathize with others when they're communicating their needs to you or when they're communicating their hardships and they just want you to listen like if they don't want feedback if you are just holding space for them make sure that you hold empathy for them consciously create empathy you can do this by just being like that sounds so fucking hard just literally acknowledging to somebody that what they're going through sucks is sometimes empathy enough and you know what when i'm talking to my friends sometimes i want feedback sometimes i want a solution-based way of thinking and other times if they have the ability to hold space for me you know what like i just want them to say that fucking sucks that fucking sucks and i'm sorry dude like you don't have to have this like cookie cutter therapist response like yes having these tools and skills are easy but really talk from your heart and speak from your intuition and just be like bro if i was going through the exact same thing as you i would be feeling the exact same way and that fucking sucks and i hate being put in that position so i fucking feel you you know just just speak from your heart and when you empathize in that way with others it helps so fucking much so allow yourself to speak your needs and allow yourself to empathize I really just wanted to give you guys like that base information so that you can pull those tools out of your toolbox in any time that you may need. Um, But now I'm going to kind of dive in, strip down and dive in into the things that I've learned in my own relationship. And I would like to start by owning my motherfucking shit because this is skinny dipping and that is what we do here. We own our shit, even when it's tough and I don't want to say it and I don't want you guys to judge me. So please, please just know I am saying this so that someone out there can know that they can be healed from this as well because I have found so much healing in this. And the f- Hey guys, we just want to take a quick break in this episode to let you know how to make your own podcast because we know each and every one of you has something important to say that will offer value to the world around us. We use Anchor. It's this sick platform that is free and has creation tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And now you can add any song from Spotify directly to your podcast. The best part about this is that Anchor automatically distributes your podcast to all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This makes podcasting way too easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready to share your value with the world, which we know you are, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now to get started. Okay, let's get back to it. first thing is recognizing your toxic behavior so I'm gonna own my shit and I'm really gonna ask you guys not to judge me and still love me afterwards but in my own relationship with my boyfriend I can use abusive language and what this looks like is calling someone stupid calling someone dumb um criticizing them off the wazoo not expressing my needs in a way that's mature. Rather, in the past, I have thrown tantrums and gotten so upset and angry when my needs aren't met and just said mean things. And, like, that's not who I am. Like, I'm not a mean person. But sometimes that inner child and inner teenager would come out and would feel like my fucking needs aren't met and I'm fucking pissed about it. And I realized that the karma that I was getting from that wasn't worth it. I wasn't getting my needs met because I wasn't expressing it in a way that my partner could receive it in a way that was solution-based. I just wanted to bitch. 
I just wanted to complain. I just wanted to place blame. And when I started going to therapy, my therapist fucking called me out on this shit. And she was like, Kayla, you can't do that shit. Like, you're going to get karma for that. Like, do you want other people to treat you like that? And I'm like, no, I don't want other people to treat me like that. And I don't want to treat my partner like that. And after going to therapy for two and a half years, I can finally say that it rarely happens anymore. I rarely, I'm able to fucking grab control of my emotions and walk away when I need to before I freak out. I'm able to communicate my needs in a way that is beneficial for my relationship and is solution-based and is coming from a place of empathy and understanding and knowing that my partner never intentionally meant to not meet my needs or to hurt me. Like, I, I, I really struggled with this for so long and I still do. But I can just say it's gotten literally like, 70 to 80 percent better and now i'm able to be more empathetic and compassionate and the first thing that i had to do was own my fucking shit and call myself out on my toxic behaviors and i would recommend you guys do the same because your toxic behaviors might not look the same as mine but i fucking bet you that you have some of your own maybe you don't communicate your needs maybe you just ghost people maybe you have this avoidant attachment style that just chooses to drop people and not communicate your needs like that's toxic as fuck like and maybe you do raise your voice or maybe you do say mean shit when you're pissed off and you know what we just need to own our fucking shit and that is the first step to healing because i have found that i have felt so much better it makes me emotional i have found that i feel so much better about myself i feel so much more confidence in myself because I have healed that part of me that was toxic and I am still continuing to consciously heal that part of me that is my ego and just wants to bitch and and isn't solution based like I am learning to come from my soul and to find her in the moments that it that it feels like the most difficult to hear her I try to listen for my soul and my soul's truth and owning your shit and owning your toxic behavior is the fucking first step in that and then over time you just become more aware and conscious and when you see the little triggers come up like sometimes i'll even have a moment where i start to escalate and then i'm like no i need to walk away or i'll be like i'm sorry i'm really anxious right now um i don't want to freak out like can i have a minute asking for time asking for space so make sure that if you want to heal your relationships with your friends with your family with your partner Make sure you own your shit. That is the number one thing that I've learned is that I need to take a look at myself and my partner also needs to do that. That is just a need for me in my relationship. That is a non-negotiable. I am happy to fucking look and own at my own toxic shit, but a need of mine and a non-negotiable is for my partner to do the same or for my friend to do the same. And that is where communication comes into play because if we're healing baby either i'm healing and i'm leaving or we're healing together (laughs) there's no in between i'm sorry like if i'm healing and you're not then i'm out but if we're both healing together then let's fucking do this thing let's grow let's heal ourselves like let's open up our hearts let's breathe deeper let's connect our souls and our mind and our bodies Yes, connection. Yes, communication. Okay, moving on, moving on. Okay, this is something I really had to say that I've learned in my relationships. Don't react when you're hungry, hormonal, super anxious, guilty, or feeling shitty about your own personal life. Just don't. Just don't. That's just a don't for me. Like, I just know, like, I'm not going to react if I'm hangry. 
if my period is coming in two days, I'm not going to react. I'm just going to walk away or I'm going to communicate that I'm hangry. I'm going to communicate that my period's coming in a couple days and I'm feeling an overwhelming amount of energy and emotion in my body right now. If I'm feeling guilty about my life, I'm going to communicate that. If I'm feeling shitty about my situation and feeling stuck, I'm going to take ownership for that and not project it onto the relationships around me. Because I've noticed that if I'm hangry, hormonal, feeling shitty about myself, feeling guilty, shameful, whatever it is, I will project on the relationships around me. And I said, no fucking more. So I noticed it's something that a lot of us do. So I wanted to throw that little thing in there. And I've noticed that I need to allow myself time to process. If I need to walk away, if I need a couple days, don't think that you have to like react in that moment. Respond over reaction. Like allow yourself time to respond and time to drop into your gut and your intuition and your soul. Because in the moment, your ego is going to step up and be like, I need to fight and protect you, so I'm going to react. And it's like, just give yourself some extra time. Communicate to that person that you love. Communicate that to yourself before making a big decision, before reacting, before saying something that you'll later regret. Allow yourself time to respond. That is so, so important. Hold on to that for a moment. Next, we already kind of talked about this, but be solution-based. Do you want this to work out? Do you want your communication to go well? Or are you just trying to self-sabotage? Be solution-based and stop self-sabotaging. Please, I do it too. I understand. But we just need to cut that shit out because it is just hurting ourselves more than anyone else by causing that conflict. So ask yourself, what do I need? Ask the other person, what do you need? And make sure that we are being solution-based and expressing and communicating our needs. Next, this is something I've really learned in my relationships and most importantly, my friendships is ask before giving feedback. This is also something my therapist told me. Guys, she fucking changed my life. I love Donza. Um, Shout out to you, Queen, if you're listening right now. But ask permission before giving feedback. Um, Sometimes people just want us to listen and hear them out. Also, if you're a friend and you want to talk about something with your friend or you or you want to talk about something with your partner, your family member, ask for space. Ask if they have the space to communicate with you. Do you have the space to share this with me right now? This alone has completely changed my relationships, and I would highly recommend it. Ask if the other person has space to hear you out, because they might not always have space, and that's totally okay because we're all going through our own shit. If you are the person talking about something, ask for space. And if you're the person who is listening, ask if they want to receive feedback or if they just want you to listen. That is such a little hack, communication hack that changed my relationships and just leveled them up and allowed us to just respect each other so much deeper. The next thing I want to talk about, there's a lot of things I want to talk about and maybe we'll have to do a part two, but because it's getting kind of late into the episode, but this was, I just had so many things that I want to talk about. Okay. Make sure you bring your shit up sooner than later because If you hold on to things and you hold resentment, it is going to ruin your fucking relationship down the line. So make sure to have this open communication because things bubble up. If you don't say them, the things that you are holding on to and the resentment that you have will bubble up and you will cause conflict later down the line in your relationship or bring it up. And I don't play that shit. Like if someone is like resentful of me because of something they didn't communicate, I'm like, bro, I didn't fucking know. Like, So from the person from the other side, like you have to respect your own boundaries and be like, if you are not able to communicate your needs, I'm sorry, but that is not really my responsibility. 
Um, the mature thing to do is to communicate your shit within like seven days, I would say. Like seven days, two weeks, whatever time frame that you need to give yourself, give yourself a timeline. If you are super avoidant, make sure you give yourself like seven days and allow yourself to process, allow yourself to figure out the way in which you want to respond and then get into it because the more that you hold on to things, the more that it will bubble up. This is the last thing I want to talk about today, guys, before we hang up the headphones and get out of here. Allow yourself to communicate your patterns before they come up. If you're in a relationship with someone, a friendship with somebody, allow yourself to talk about your patterns of behavior because all of us come into these relationships with stories, with pretenses that we have been raised in. We all have stories that we were raised within. This includes our own personal traumas in our own family, but it also goes back to generational trauma and it goes back to generations and generations of our family feeling the same way that we feel. And when we allow ourselves to communicate our traumas and our patterns and our triggers to another person, it just really, really is preventative care. It helps things down the line. So you are on the same page with things. That person knows your triggers. They know how you need to be loved in those moments when you feel triggered. Make sure you tell them what that looks like. And if you're on the other side, make sure you ask like, what does it look like for you to be comforted in those moments? What does it look like for you to be comforted In those moments when you feel your triggers and your traumas arising, what does that look like for you? When we express what things look like, we're able to clearly have our needs met. So make sure that you communicate your patterns and your family patterns with the person that you love or the friendship that you're in so that you can just create that preventative care and it'll just really help down the line before they come up and before they arise because they're going to arise because our relationships, like I said last week, are our greatest teachers and they bring up all our triggers so that we can heal deeper. So when we are able to communicate our patterns in the beginning, beforehand, whenever you feel comfortable, before they arise, this will just really help create deeper more vulnerable, more authentic communication and love and connection between you and whoever whoever you're sharing this with. Okay, guys, that is it. I know that was a lot of information to digest. Make sure that you are breathing deeply, check in with your breath, check in with your heart space. Is it open? Are you open to receiving? Make sure to subscribe if you're new, download the episode, share this with somebody that needs to hear this, share this with somebody that you love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, guys, of Soul in Progress Relationship Edition, the mini episodes. This is Skinny Dipping. I am Kayla Rose. You can follow me at KK on all platforms. And the Instagram for Skinny Dipping is at Skinny Dipping Diaries. Thank you guys so fucking much. Let me know what you think of this episode and let me know what you want to take and what you want to leave and share that with me. Make sure to enter our giveaway. You have till Friday to enter the giveaway for your very own oversized painted wearable art jean jacket. It's fucking amazing by Jenna. Um, at revamped creative and i'm so fucking excited for this giveaway go to the instagram to enter follow all the rules write a review do all the things love you guys so much you are inherently worthy and you are deserving of deep connection and deep love okay guys i'm signing out for today love you guys so fucking much um yeah keep doing you you're doing amazing thank you for being here
Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.